Aloha, how's it? What's good, cats and kittens? In love and just smitten, this is your brother from another mother. It is the soul brother. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It is a lovely day to be alive, I'm sure. Whether you're single or not, you have a lot to be happy about and thankful for. Because we all have the love of our creator. So definitely keep that in the forefront of your mind if you have no one. And even if you do have someone, he should remain right there. And I hope all you lovers out there are good. You guys are feeling good. So me and my queen are um, a bit under the weather. Yes, uh, the illness bugs have come and they're raining down, but the clouds are going away. We're on the mend and we're better. But I wanted to talk about that when illness comes, because sometimes it comes and we're not expecting it. So when it comes, you just got to hunker in there, relax and try to look at the silver lining of things. There's always, always a silver lining to everything, no matter how bad it may seem to you. There is. So. So recently, with all my little trips to go and see the different folks and the doctors. Um, it has been quite an ordeal. I have been making a lot of lifestyle changes already before all that happened, which I'm suspecting some of my habits, which weren't bad, that I changed. And I started taking the prebiotics and probiotics and, and that just did a whole lot of good for me, a whole lot of good. So you factor that in with just stress, life and different things, diet, the lack of sleep here and there. Everything all works together. It catches up with you. So it makes you more susceptible when you uh when you're not able to, you know, have everything that you normally would need to function on a day to day basis. Now for me I function off of as less as five hours of sleep. Um, but I try to get at least five to six. I'm on a number of different medications at the moment. Um, I was on a lot more a week or so ago when I was on a heavy dose of antibiotics that that just kind of, it took me out the game, y'all. But I feel a lot better and I had to get through that. So, uh, you know, and now uh, my queen, you know, she I woke up yesterday, sore throat, just, and she, and she just was just drained, like she had really bad fatigue. So we didn't know what it was. My daughters were just here from Oahu and they seemed fine. But when they left, that's when uh, my queen got ill. So happy to report that she's going to be OK, but she's on some medication and she's resting. So shout out to you, hon. I love you and you'll get better. I am her waiting staff. When I was uh, down and out about a month or so ago, really bad uh, she was there for me so you know that's just what you do um when you're with your partner and you love them you know you just make sure that they have what they need you make them comfortable you get them their little soups and crackers or like their icicles or just you know whatever it is that they need you know but when it comes when illness comes and i know a lot of us have kids uh, you know, and for the younger ones, you know, when one brings it home, it just has to go and circulate through the whole household. 
the biggest thing that I can, I can tell you, because I've been a germaphobe for about 43 years of my life. I'm 44. Um, keep your hands washed. You know, a lot of us, we kind of get busy and caught up in the different things. And we sometimes forget to just do the simplest of things. The simplest thing that you can do for best health is to keep your hands washed. Warm water, anything above 45 to 50 degrees. Um, and make sure that you lather your hands front and back for 20 seconds. You know the drill, right? But actually do it. A number of the different viruses that I see that we get at this time of year, especially on the mainland where it's colder, is is uh, the norovirus and the rotavirus, you know, uh, the fecal to to uh, whatever route, which is generally, you know, we don't we don't keep our hands washed. Now, sometimes, like in my case, it could be you're taking a whole bunch of different medications and one counteracts with the other. You know, it could be a number of things, you know, but regardless of what it is, if you keep your hands washed, that's the best thing, you know. Um, you know, try to curtail what you're eating, you know. I had to, uh, while I already eat like a bird, just because of the different things that I got going on, I eat a high-fiber plant-based diet. So I'm a vegetarian, and I have found that um, when I would get sick and I used to eat meat, and have dairy, you know, all that stuff, it would take me longer to get better. Um, and I think a lot of the animal fats, which are good for you, not all of them are in moderation, but when you do too much of them, they kind of have the opposite effect. Um, and so there are things that can affect the way that all of the cilia in your stomach work and all of the different natural functions of the body. So a lot of us wonder why we're still ailing and we're still hurting. Well, should probably take a look at your lifestyle and what you're doing because even while we're ill we seem to think that we're not ill and we just keep doing the things that we were doing before no can that just you know i can't so the biggest thing you know outside of washing hands is rest and this is one that i struggle with because i've always been a night owl and um you know that's generally when i get a lot of stuff done a lot of the family a lot of other family things or, you know, helping out like uh, friends and and whatnot, you know, all of those types of things. Generally, I get to do during the prime time hours. I spend time with my family um, and then they normally start getting tired around 839, 930. So then at that point, I kind of go ahead and flip on a switch for a couple hours and I go and and I try to get some stuff done. Sometimes that's good, you know, because, you know, and sometimes it's necessary because that's the only time that you can really get is when you put the kiddos down or or when everyone is not in need of you, then that's basically when you can be in need for yourself. But I'm here to tell you that you need to put up a wall and say no. When you're not optimal and you're not 100 percent and you're doing stuff for other people instead of doing for yourself. Don't you think that that's a little bit backwards? No, water break, sorry. You know, you really need to think about that. And that was the biggest thing. While I, while I love my queens, I had to tell them, like, look, you know, there's going to be some times I just can't help y'all. I don't want to be up late and working on stuff. I would like to be, you know, at a certain point, I would like to lay down early. 
so that I don't need to be worried about, you know, having to be up late and doing things. I have a nine to five job and that's not this. So I have to make sure that I keep myself right for that. And I do. But at the same time, I got to also have some me time and time for me like, to do the different things that I need to do. When I was ill about a month or so ago, I had a lot of me time. So I had a lot of time to sit there and look at my life and reflect. And I was like, damn, I'm out of control. I'm wilding out. I'm running all over. I'm going hard. I'm staying up late. It all kind of precipitated from last year when I had to do that because of that project at work, at my work job that I was doing that required me to actually put in those hours. So I would actually work from like an 8 a.m. to like 11 at night or something like that religiously. And then I call myself around midnight or 1 a.m. in the morning (laughs) trying to relax. And for me to relax, you know, it's kind of... It's kind of hard because I have a I have a routine that I kind of wind down. I shut down most all of the electronic gadgets and different things, and I just watch YouTube. I'll check out the NBA games. I'll look at news. I'll check out all the things that happened that day. I'm not really a news fanatic, so I don't need to stay glued uh, to it. But I just want to kind of at least understand like what's going on. So that's when I do it, and I tried, you know. You know, and I try to do things that are not negative either. Things that don't require a lot of excitement. Things that don't have a lot of negativity attached with them. I try to do things that are positive. Because that helps me. That helps to keep my mind right. Especially when you're not feeling good. Because when you're not feeling good, you're already, depending on who and what you are, is you're thinking of the worst. And you don't necessarily need to do that. You're ill for a reason. And a lot of the times it's, you know, the illness is, is your body's way of one saying, I, I need to purge something out. But the other thing is it's kind of, it's kind of a natural hey, hey to be like, you need, you need to stop and slow down and smell the roses. I can't sustain this. I can't keep going on. And I think that a lot of us have gotten really good at ignoring our bodies. We don't want to admit when when uh, we don't get everything done or when or we're not optimal. But when you're not optimal, you're not optimal. You can't force a round peg in a square hole. Likewise, you can't do anything if you don't have any energy. So you really need to think twice long and hard about, you know, when you're down and out or when, when illness comes, how should you adjust to it? It's kind of like an injury, like in basketball. I used to be ignorant like to this fact until I, I had got injured in college and then I had to slow down. But when you're young, then you think I can power through anything. And a lot of us adults, we still are like kids. We think that we can power through anything every day, no matter what. Go, 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 go. As long as I get my Starbucks fixed, I'm solid. I'm good. As long as I get this, as long as I get that right now, that does work for a time. But at some point. You know, all of the espresso shots and the cappuccinos and all that is just going to go away. It's not really going to help. If anything, it's going to cause you more health issues. So you should try to find natural ways of dealing with your issues, which was one of the reasons why I turned in uh, to veganism a long time ago. And it was a precursor to the vegetarianism that I practice now. And I was... A vegan for years. A lot of people didn't know that. 
they always wondered why I didn't eat meat. So they kind of figured, but, you know, but it wasn't really the meat. While I didn't really have a good time with eating meat and different things, I like chicken and fish, a lot of fish. Um, the reason why I decided to kind of give up was because I was having a lot of health issues in and around eating meat, you know, um, like with uh, red meat. I mean, obviously, you know, everything uh, that is in med, the things that are in red meat, uh, sorry, um, how it can cause cancer, depending on how much you consume and, you know, a lack of diet or exercise and, and things like that. Uh, to your fish, which has omega threes, which are really good for you, right? But eating too much fish has too much mercury, you know? And then the chicken, which is a really, really good source of protein for you, you know, also, depending on where that chicken came from, it could be shot up with all, <laughs> uh, with all kind of, 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 uh, of chemicals and whatnot. So it's just, it's really hard to kind of trust the meat sources nowadays. So I just was kind of over it. And I said, you know, I was I was already having like health issues with my stomach like way back when. I've always had health issues uh, with my stomach. So this is nothing new. So I resorted into, into the veganism and I gave up pretty much the fish and chicken because I had already given up red meat. I've been, I haven't ate red meat in close to two decades now. It's been a long time since I've had red meat. So I'm very proud of that conscious and aware decision because I noticed an instant change. I didn't necessarily feel heavy. I noticed that my stomach would would react a lot better to other things that I was doing. Like when I would have yogurts and different things like that for all of the probiotics, but then I would go ahead and eat meat. The meat just kind of tore up my stomach like to the point that that, that yogurt really didn't have time to work. And I would have the yogurt in the morning and I would have like the red meat at night. But I would just be laying in bed, wanting my stomach to just work. And it wouldn't because of all the crap that I put in there. So when I finally started like to wise up and I looked in the plants and I started like to understand that, you know, hey, there's another way of doing this. I don't have to conform and force myself into into the things that, quote unquote, I was told are good for me. Right. Like you can believe in the food groups. You definitely can, but you can get the same nutrients out of non-meat, right? The same, the same, you just have to be smart enough and look for it. So your diet is a very big contributor to your health. It really is. And especially now, because a lot of the things that I have been going through, I noticed that had I been eating other things, I probably wouldn't have been able like, to make the progression that I've been able to make without eating meat. You know, um, I mean, it's crazy, uh, that connection. So it's like when you have time and you're ill, you have time to sit there and think about all these things, your diet, your stress, uh, how much stress I was under, how I was pushing myself. And then it's like you stop and you see yourself in a mirror like, holy crap, like I was doing that. Like while it was good when the project was hot and heavy, after the project was over, it was like I was on a high and I couldn't de-stress myself from my work project. And I told my boss, you know, and he understood. The project manager did too. And they were very understanding. And in the end, it just came down to me just knowing that, hey, it's over. 
which is the biggest thing, right? Mentally, I had to just tell myself it's over. It's done. Sometimes we get so amped up, like I said, those kids, to power through anything that sometimes that we forget that we truly are human. And when that happens, you know, you have to dig down deeper and you have to look at, at the situation at hand and say, okay, am I doing everything that I should be doing to stay optimal and in good health? And truly, honestly, be honest with yourself. Don't sugarcoat it. Just be like, hmm, okay, I could do better here. And then sit down and systematically make a plan and then execute it. So, you know, and that's what I did. Like the very first time that I went to the ER in this whole thing, I was like, okay, I'm just really sick of this stomach stuff. I've been sick of it for years. I've been sick of it for 20 years, to be honest with you. But it was something that is just a part of of me and my uh, genetic makeup. And, you know, I got a little bit from my mom, a little bit from my dad. So it's just something that I have to figure out how to deal with. And I was always afraid, like, uh, to look at at taking supplements and mixing them like I would uh, Western medicine, you know. Um, But I know the power of supplements. And I know the lack of power with Western medicine. But I also know the power of Western medicine. It's like there's certain places and times where you need to use either or. So if you can try to leverage that and find the right balance. Sometimes when we're going so hard, we don't get all the nutrients and different things that we need. We sure in the hell don't get to sleep. I definitely know that. The older we get, the less we sleep. But it's not so much about how much sleep you get. It's about the quality of it. You know, if you're getting the good REM sleep, where you wake up and you're refreshed, even if you sleep the five or five and a half hours, I've mastered that now. I used to take... a melatonin every night. I took that because I wasn't sleeping right, because I wasn't doing the right things that I should have been doing to actually relax my mind to go to sleep right. And when I got ill, I was able to sit back like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the heck am I doing here? And I put one and one together and I was like, okay, well, let me just systematically stop doing this, which was stop staying up late, right? And I even did this towards the end of the project, which was the main reason why I was staying up late, because I was already wired up. So by midnight, when I would get done, I would be up another two hours because I just couldn't wind down. So in that case, I was taking that melatonin to try to calm me down. So I was like, you know what? So I made a decision. I was going to have a hell week. Yes, a hell week. And that whole week, it consisted of one, I was going to push my body to the limit and go as hard as I can and get as much done on this project as I could to get further ahead of where I should have been so that then I could slow down at a slower pace for myself. Right. So that required a little bit of do not disturb and people just not bugging me at work. And I was able like to get that, you know, but then what that did for me was I pushed a little more. So for One week, I pushed my body hard as hell. I was working like 14, 16 hours straight up every day. But I got to a point where I got way ahead of where we should have been. So that then in my personal life, I could devote more time to that, cut back my work hours, but still get everything done that I was supposed to get done by the end of the year. Sometimes you have to just be creative like that and you have to do things like that because that's what the situation calls for. But what we do... A lot of us is uh, we tend to get kind of lazy and complacent because it's uncomfortable and we don't want to go off and do more. We don't want to try to achieve that greatness that we know that we need to so that then we could try to get back 
to normal aspects of our life. But I'm telling you, that's the way that it works, friends. You can't keep burning the candle in the oil every night and expect to still be optimal every day. My exercise was sucking. It was tanking. My overall health, my asthma was just, it was just getting worse. Because I wasn't taking care of myself. Even though I was, you know, at the level that I was doing it, it wasn't where I wanted it to be. So I was making some assumptions and accommodations and sacrifices. I was sneaking in an extra snacker or two here or there, having just a little bit of extra food here or there, right? And that caught up with me. My body just had enough and just exploded. So it had to do its own reset. And when your body does that, allow it to do that. Allow it to do that. That's a natural way of your body trying to reset itself and get back in balance because you couldn't do it. (laughs) But here's the thing. When it gets back in the balance, what you should do is you should try to leverage the power of your body and do things to support that function of your body. Not hinder it, but support it. Like if you eat right. Right. I've always ate right. I've always been a healthy eater, but sometimes I like to have snacks. Snacks have sugar. Sugar gives me energy. Energy lets me go and therefore I stay up a long time. But I had to sacrifice that. So I completely just cold turkey. Cold turkey. I just stopped eating all the cookies and different things like that like that I was eating. Just because I'm a just because I'm a vegetarian don't mean that I don't even get my sweets in now. I mean, now come on. Like, you got to get your sweets in, you know, so. But I have cut and curtailed those back greatly, like, to the point that my sugar intake really will come from the natural food that I eat, whether it's bread or pasta or things like that, right? Like, I just don't outright eat muffins anymore. Uh, That was one of the culprits uh, to why I had got ill. I just don't outright eat cookies, you know. And if I do have cookies and I have uh, something healthy like oatmeal cookies, which still has sugar, but at least... The overall content of it is a lot better for you than, let's say, the confetti cookie at Starbucks, which is so good. But so, you know, so it so it meant I had to make some sacrifices and some hard uh, decisions. But, you know, you only got one body. This is and this is your temple. This is your vessel in life. So you have to do the right thing for it. If it's craving something or it needs something, listen to that and accommodate it. But at the same time. Don't go overboard, you know, and a lot of us do. I was guilty of it. But for me, I was compensating. I knew that I needed more, but I wasn't getting the whole foods and grains and different things that I needed. So I just went on and took shortcuts and found it in Uncrustables, which are good and different things like that. While they still have protein content, they had high sugar content. So you can't necessarily just because something says healthy doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. What's healthy is if it reacts to your body and it helps your body in a positive way. That's healthy. So it takes time. You're not just going to know that after you start eating a granola bar and saying, yep, I'm healthy. I'm straight. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way, friends. It doesn't. And that's why I think a lot of us fail, like with diets and things like that, because we're looking for that instant, quick fix. But we ought to understand that we didn't quickly break our bodies and put ourselves into this deficient mode that our bodies are in. Like, it wasn't just all of a sudden that we just 
uh, were crappy sleepers or we were uh, uh, crappy eaters or that we were always getting ill. No, we did something in an overabundant manner that actually has pushed and forced our body to react in ways that it normally wouldn't, which has then made illness, right? A lot of us out there, like we struggle with uh, diabetes. And thankfully, like for me, I'm not because I know when enough is enough. But I also know when I should have sugar and when I shouldn't. When I need to supplement, let's say, a candy bar for an apple, right? You got to have that good balance. But a lot of us just get lazy. We don't want to do that. It's too much work. No, it's not. What's not a lot of work is to lay in a coffin because we decided not to do the things that we could have did to actually live a lot longer. While it's coming for us all, we can still delay it and enjoy this life that we have now by doing the right things and taking care of our body. So, you know, I mean, I just turned 44 about a month ago. And let me tell you, outside of just the symptoms of my allergies and the different things, the asthma and whatnot, um, I feel like I'm young again. Simply because... My rest has gone up. I'm going to sleep now, like earlier. Lately here, I've I've kind of been struggling because I've had some things that I've had to do. And so, but, you know, I definitely am going to get back into the swing of that. Like, roughly, I'm getting about six hours, which is a lot better than five. But, but you know, there for about three weeks or so, I, I, I was averaging up to seven to seven and a half hours of sleep. And I was feeling optimal and right. Like, uh, my energy was supreme. So for someone that has low cell levels and things like that, I very well could have ate myself or lack of eating a nutritional things and lack of sleeping and getting rest into these ailments. So it is very imperative that, you know, if you have habits that you really take a look at them and you make some wise decisions now while you're young and while you can, because I'm telling you, Old habits die hard. Sometimes they don't die at all. And when that happens, you know, you definitely have to be. You have to be. Upfront, open and aware like with yourself that you did that. And at that point, you're at the mercy of medicine, doctors and what they can do, which brings me back like to medication. You know, while I love Western medicine, it's good for, for a lot of things. I really felt my best when I was on supplements because a lot of Western medicines will get into you and the way that they work is they help and they block things. They help to kind of kickstart things, but that comes at a cost sometimes with side effects, right? So when and where possible, always try to try, um, try to try or have natural remedies like for things. Uh, I mean, I'm all for that. That's where I'm striving to get back to. Now, in some cases like asthma and things like that, you're going to need an inhaler. So you need those things. So, you know, there's nothing that you can do. You can't necessarily skirt that. Right. But I've seen people reverse things simply because they actually change their lifestyle. So when illness comes, you know, it's not a bad thing. It can be a very good thing. Depends on how you look at it. It should, It's just like I told my queen, it's like, you know, you need to look at this as, okay, this is God trying to tell you something. Maybe slow down, you know, because we both have been going hard. We've been going hard as heck. 
right? And it culminated because we had uh, my kids over here uh, this past weekend, and uh, they're fine, you know, and they got their eight, nine, ten hours of rest after after staying up all night. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I used to, though. So I can't necessarily hate them for that. I'm jealous. But the older you get, the smarter you got to get. So, you know, that means that basically you need to make sure that you have real good time management skills and manage your time wisely so that you have enough time to get everything done that you should. Tell people no, but then leave enough time at the end of your day to kind of ease into your routine. Because without that, you're going to just be running ragged. For the last month and some change, I haven't had any melatonin whatsoever. And when it's time for me to go to bed, I'm ready to just go to sleep. Because I've been able to get my schedule up to date, which is one thing that I had my schedule, but I wasn't able to follow it because I had to work on the, you know, like these crazy hours. So I've been able to force myself back into my schedule. Slowly but surely, I've been able to make some tweaks and changes, you know, and eating more throughout the day. Little smaller meals has also helped to keep my blood sugar elevated. Because, you know, that intermittent fasting, it works. It's good, but it's not it's not a good thing life for long term, right? Not for weight loss, I get it. But for just overall health, be very careful with that. Because starving yourself of the nutrients that your body is asking for, right? That can make some of these ailments. If your body's hungry, but you don't feed it, then the hunger goes away. That's where your insulin, that starts to come into play and different things like that. So you run the risk of giving yourself other ailments if you're not careful. So you need to give yourself time, space, patience, especially when you go about trying to make these changes, you know. Um, but, but, but you know, the first things first is you need to sit down and, 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 and you need to map it out. Have a plan. Get with your doctor and check with him or her, you know, and just make sure that the changes that you want to make are going to actually work and accentuate your body right? And actually help it. You don't want to do something that's going to hurt it. So you just, you got to understand that. But the biggest thing is when illness comes, rest. Listen to your body. Your body will tell you when it's ready for more. It had been a while since I had 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 any illness like that. It was really crazy. But when it happened, it was stressful. That first the first kind of few hours in that day was a pain because I was like, I got things I need to do. But when I finally just resigned to the fact that, you know what, I don't feel good. So just stop, put down the damn phone, shut the email. You hell, if you have to, then uninstall the app. Lay there, relax. And get your wits about you. Once I did that, I started to feel a lot better. And I realized the mistakes that I had been making. So since then, now I'm on all this stuff, the probiotic, the prebiotic, the digestive enzyme, right? I'm getting sleep and I'm eating more well-balanced meals and snacks. I feel great. Absolutely great. And I'll continue to feel great. My queen will get better after she's done with her treatment and you will as well. It's mind over matter. I always, always, always tell myself that while it's bad, I always frame it that, okay, well, this is the worst that it can get. So anything else that happens from that point on is an improvement. So that if you go ahead and you take the negative on right away, turn it into a positive. Find the good 
in a situation like this. While it sucks to have to stay home and you're not feeling good, utilize the time and plan to make some changes in your life, some fundamental changes. You know, uh, some of the things that actually will make a big difference. And you and uh, you know them. It's a lot of the things that you've been trying not to do. Because that's how humans are. We don't want to do what we know that we're supposed to do. We want to do what we want to do. And then when it comes time to do what we're supposed to do, well, then we want to rush and get it done. Well, that might work for some things. And when it comes to your life and your health, don't play that game. It's very dangerous, friends. I implore you, don't play that game. Because the only person that's going to get hurt in it is you. So in closing, when illness comes, let it come. Let it come. Flow through it, as uncomfortable as it may be. But at some point, your body is going to come down. And it is going to say, okay, I'm broken. And when you're at that point, wisely find things that are good and put back into your life and build it up slowly. There's no rush to get back out there. Take your time. Smell the roses. Right? And do the things that you know that you should have been doing. Now, it'll make a big difference. But keep a positive attitude. No one's ever gotten anywhere with a negative attitude and they haven't felt good at all. So no matter how hard it might be, stay positive, friends. And hopefully... You'll get to feeling better soon. My queen, I know you will. I love you. Myself, I'm on the mend. I know I'll get there. Got to go see my specialist in a couple weeks and get some more answers and a plan of attack. But I'm going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to be all right. Why? Because I woke up this morning. And I'm loving life, loving God, happiness, family, everything. The things that I want are right here in front of me. And such is good health. Sorry. And such as good health. It's right there. It's in my grasp. I just got to reach out and grab it. But I know that I got to do some work to get there. Nothing good in life ever came from nothing. It always comes from something. One love is always y'all. Just the soul brother. Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is your brother from another mother. It is the soul brother. I just wanted to say that I appreciate your love and your support. Soul Brother is not just a blog. It's not just a podcast. It's my purpose. It's my life's mission. Getting out there, spreading the good word and being real, always being real and staying so full in the process. So I appreciate y'all. Please spread the word. Soul Brother, S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A dot com. One love as always.